Hello and welcome to the podcast Working with App Magazines Efficiently. Sometimes I hear a statement like an app magazine is done on the side without great effort. Well, to be very honest, this statement is definitely wrong. If you want to publish a professional app magazine you earn advertising money with, you have to provide human, time and financial resources. Human resources because the sales team has to understand app adverts before actively selling them to potential advertising clients. Time resources because the editorial team has to research material that is not used in the print edition, such as videos. And financial resources because you need a tablet publishing expert taking everything into practice. You can certainly establish a tablet publishing process in-house yourself, but experience has shown in the past that you should not underestimate the time to be invested on staff and the money to be invested on many working hours. Um, my personal workflow is that the client sends me the raw data, so the text as Word or text files, picture files, video files, etc. And then the entire app magazine is created by me from A to Z based on the editorial plan and uploaded to the App Store. The client outsources the whole digital publishing process to me and saves a lot of human and time resources. So this is my personal approach here. Um, let's take a look at internal processes within publishing houses. The most important aspect here is, I would say, the editorial team. The biggest difference between something printed and something digital lies in the amount of possibilities. In a paper magazine you can read text and look at pictures, whereas digital formats such as a tablet offer a broad range of animations, elements the reader can actively interact with, like buttons, sounds, videos, static and moving pictures, etc. etc. For print, the editorial team is only dealing with creating the content, whereas for the tablet, the editorial team also has to think of how best to present the created uh, content to the reader. How about adding an infographic with animations and sounds, or a video, or the editor-in-chief reads out the editorial letter or the opening or the foreword as an audio file or a scratch of effect on the tablet. For every story, the editorial team has to raise the question, how do we maximize the user experience without taking the focus off the topic? Because what you don't want is to have a lot of bling bling and to take the reader's attention off the topic. You always want animations or interactions or buttons etc to subtly focus on subtly support the content. The editorial team's basic understanding for apps is very important indeed. They don't have to be experts but they have to have a basic understanding for that. Besides that you should be aware of the fact that screens, also tablet screens, are backlit and thus make the human eye tired more quickly than paper does. Hence less text, more multimedia, please. The next thing to look at is the marketing and sales team because you want to earn money with your app, right? The number of apps in the app stores is rising very quickly. So is the importance of marketing your app. The marketing team has to show what they're able to do here. But the first and easiest step is promoting your app on your own website and your print magazines, of course. This is where your readers are already. For example, you could place an eye catcher saying, um, see the whole interactive gallery in our app, in your print magazine, for instance. For the sales team, it can be helpful to know which formats are worked with. For example, this is something that most publishers make a big mistake with. One full page print 
does not equal one full page app because the height width ratio of a print sheet portrait format is a completely different ratio than the height width ratio on the tablet screen portrait format. So all print advertisements have to be manually adopted towards an iPad screen or an iPhone screen towards the, the final um, mobile device it's been placed on. The iPad display's dimensions are 2048 times 1536 pixels with a resolution of 200 dpi for retina displays. This has to be taken into account when advertisements are generated. Many people still think that oh, it's digital, 72 dpi is enough. No, that's not true anymore since the birth of retina displays and since the birth of AMOLED displays for on, on Samsung devices for instance. So we really need high quality pictures um, with a high resolution because you can always downgrade pictures or downsize pictures but it's impossible to upscale pictures without quality loss unless it's a vector graphic. Um, besides static advertisements there are many interactive possibilities. You can embed audio, video, photo slideshows, pull-out tabs, reveal effects, scratch-off effects, just to mention a few. Um, if you want to discover the full range of interactive app functionalities, I recommend you to watch a short video that I made showing all these effects. I put the link to this video in the podcast description for you. Um, Flash is currently not supported and if you ask me it won't ever be supported to be very honest because also many website and CMS um, um, systems don't provide or don't support Flash anymore. Um, the other thing about videos, when embedding videos into the app, which saves annoying waiting and streaming time, the video files as such should be of high quality HD. Don't worry too much about the file size, as video files can be encoded. Well, this is what I always do, I always encode video files. That means that the file size is drastically reduced while still maintaining the high HD quality. If you have questions about this topic, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me. I put the link to the contact form on my website in the podcast description.